You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies with Mickey and Megan, two best friends adventuring through motherhood, building our careers, and and not losing losing our shit. Welcome back to Boss Ladies and Babies. This is Megan, and it's just me for this episode. I'm so excited for this one. We have on an amazing guest who talks to us all about matchmaking and dating and relationships, and it is just such a fun, high-energy episode that's going to leave you smiling from ear to ear. It was so much fun chatting with our guest. So before we dive into that, I am going to kick the episode off with what would be our highs and lows, but I have a hot mess moment that I wanted to share in place of my highs and lows this week. And I'm so bummed that Mickey isn't here to hear it because it is too good. I am slightly embarrassed to be sharing it, but it is just like the probably the hottest, messiest moment I may have ever had. So um, you heard it here first. Here it is. Okay, you guys. (laughs) So, you know, from listening to the podcast, like I have become really comfortable with peeing outside since COVID started. I just can't with public bathrooms. And unfortunately, my bladder isn't what it used to be. And I just drink a ton of fluid every single day, like so much water, so much coffee. I just have gotten really good at at going to the bathroom outside and I have no shame in it. So last weekend, we (laughs) were going to get our Christmas tree and my family has this tradition. We have gone to the same Christmas tree farm my literally my entire life. Um, And it's just like a little tiny farm out in this town called Rainier. The bathroom there is questionable even like not during COVID times. But so I knew this going into it. So I made sure that I went pee before we left. I tried to limit the amount of liquids that I had. But still, like when we got there, I had to go. And little side note here, this has been like a thing about me my entire life. My mom always tells me that like when I was a kid, anytime we went anywhere, I would have to go to the bathroom. And I don't know if it was just like to see the bathroom or like if I just get excited and I have to pee. I don't know. But um, you guys are learning a lot about my bladder in this episode. So sorry about that. Um, so anyway, we get to the tree farm and, you know, I, it was just kind of nerve wracking to be there anyway, just with COVID and like it, things were so different than usual. And my mom and my sister and my husband and Nora were the ones that were there and, you know, wearing masks and trying to be socially distanced. And it was pretty crowded, which is unusual for this place. Um, and we get there and I'm like, oh no, I have to go. And I know that when we're out in the trees, like there's people everywhere and it's going to be really impossible. So I had this brilliant idea that I had Nora's little travel potty in the backseat of the car. And (laughs) I have a roll of garbage bags that I put on it for her to go. And they always work for her. And, you know, I thought, you know what? Why can't I just do that? So with my husband and my mom and my sister and Nora all standing outside my car, I crawled into the very back and had them shut me in. And I put a new bag on Nora's potty and I sat on her little tiny toddler potty and (laughs) peed into a garbage bag in the back of my car. 
with my family all standing outside. <laughs> it was, um, yeah, it was humiliating, but uh, it did the job. It worked. Good to know for the future. And then I just kind of knocked on the back of the car when I was done for them to let me out. And yeah, that was that. <laughs> no harm, no foul. So pretty embarrassed, but also like slightly proud and just happy to know that I have like a new emergency situation system. So um, anybody who has a travel potty in your car, just keep that in mind. It's not just for your toddler. It could work for you too. Oh man, I feel good getting that off my chest. So yeah, there's my hot mess moment in place of my highs and lows this week because that was too good not to share on here. So hope you guys got a good laugh out of that. I am uh, slightly regretting sharing that, but you know how we keep it real over here. So yeah, there's that. Okay, let's move on to the episode. Um, this, yeah, this episode was really, really fun to record and my face just hurts from smiling so much. I mean, who doesn't love talking about love and connection and relationships. And I was joined by the wonderful Tammy Pickle, and she's the VP and partner of Elite Connections, which is a family-owned matchmaking agency that's been in business for the last 27 years. She's also the mom to two boys, age seven and nine. She's been a relationship and dating expert for her clients for the past 20 years. She has a degree in psychology and has been featured on countless radio, news, TV, magazines as an expert in her field. Tammy also runs a nonprofit called Party with a Purpose, helping needy and homeless teens and youth in LA. She's overall just a complete joy and just like such a light to talk to. So excited to get her on, get her on here right after this quick break. Hey, boss lady, we want to support you and your business on our show. We are rolling out a new segment where we'll be highlighting boss ladies in our community by running an ad for your business. Meet Nicole. Nicole is a mom of five, former nurse, and an independent consultant for Arbonne. Arbonne takes a holistic view of the mind, body, and skin connection. They offer a huge variety of vegan, cruelty-free, non-toxic, non-GMO, safe, pure, and beneficial products. Things from baby care, skin care, nutrition, men's line, hair, and sports supplements. Arbonne is a B Corp certified, which means they value people and the planet, not just profit. Check out Nicole and all she has to offer from Arbonne on social media at Nicole Ray and Kiddos. That's at Nicole R-A-E and Kiddos. She offers a free gift with your order if you mention this ad. Hi, Tammy. Welcome to the show. We're so excited to talk to you about marriage and dating and relationships. Thank you so much for joining us. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super excited to be talking with you today. Yes. Awesome. So before we dig into all of the info you have to share with us, why don't you go ahead and tell our listeners a little bit about who you are? Yes. Um, my name is Tammy Pickle. I'm 39 years old. I live in Southern California. Um, Thousand Oaks, California. Um, I'm VP and partner of Elite Connections Matchmaking Agency. Uh, so I'm a matchmaker. I help professionals meet each other every single day. Um, and I've been a matchmaker for the last 21 years. Oh my gosh. that I love the idea of matchmaking. I used to always joke around 
with my friends like, oh, I'm a matchmaker. I have like three or four couples that I have hooked up and they ended up getting married. So I felt like pretty good about my matchmaking ability. It's, a, it's such an awesome feeling to be able to help people meet each other and they end up together and the bragging rights of it all. So yeah, it's a really fun job. I love being able to help people. I mean, it's what I live for. I'm just, I'm blessed that I be, I'm able to do it. And you know, my mom started this company 27 years ago. Um, and so I kind of grew up in the business and, but it was nothing that I was like, I'm, I feel like I'm forced to have to do or take over the business or even, you know, work with her. It was something that I really fell in love with doing. And I think that's why I love it so much is because I'm really passionate about it. I love helping people. I love talking with people and, you know, getting to know people and then being able to make them matches. It's just, it, it's, it, it means everything. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's gotta be so amazing. And so your mom started the company. That's awesome. Oh my gosh. I love that yeah. so much. So it's a funny story. So, um, she was a single mom. She was in real estate and she, um, ends up joining a matchmaker and it was videotaped. So they brought home these video tapes and her and I, I was like 13. We sat down together and we watched these videotapes and I helped pick out my stepdad. Um, you know, he just seemed like they had a lot in common. They, they played tennis. They liked to ski. Um, he seemed really nice. He had two, you know, younger kids. And I always wanted, you know, more siblings. Why not? And, um, and then he owned a car dealership and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's, that's it. That's, that's the guy. Um, but they ended up going out and then they were together ever since. And so she just thought what a great way of meeting people. And so she started her company just a few months after meeting her husband. Oh my gosh. My face hurts from smiling so big right now. That's just like the best story. I love that so much. I know. Oh it's really not like it worked for her. And so, yeah. you know, she was passionate about it. And then, you know, she started with one office and we've grown to about uh, 13 uh, nationwide and international offices. So we just keep growing and growing and it's, you know, fun. And we're just spreading the word, helping people kind of everywhere. So it's, it's fun. We have a really great team. We have great matchmakers that work with us. We're like a family, you know, and we yeah. obviously my mom and I are a family, but we yeah. kind of feel like the people that work with us are like family. We love to do things together and get together for happy hours. And, you know, we're, we're always going out and we're meeting people for our clients. So mm -hmm. it's a really fun job. It's fun to be able to recruit and talk to people. You got to be social and fun. Yeah. And so it's, it's, you know, I love it. Love, yeah. love what I do. It makes sense that that would just be so rewarding because you just are like providing so much joy and love. And I mean, how could you like ever have a bad day at work? But well, you know, they're not always, you know, the matches are not always the, the best matches or the one, you know, mm -hmm. so then you'll get a call. Tammy, what were you thinking? And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm sorry. It's, you seem like it would be a good match. And they're like, yeah, but they were rude to the waiter and this. And I'm like, oh my gosh. Well, you know, you don't know until you hear these types of things. So, you know, yeah. bad dates have definitely happened where the, the girl's asking for a, a purse or, you know, she's broke and she needs help. Like, you know, it's happened. Yeah. So, <laughs> so what do you do when, if it does end up as a wrong match, do you start from the drawing board or do you try to like entice them to keep trying with that match uh, yeah of course I mean nobody's quit on us like after a bad day you know we're mm -hmm. like yeah. okay we're sorry we apologize it happens we're gonna continue it's gonna be better and I do make sure that you know if I am matching 
um, someone that I don't know very well, I probably wouldn't be making a match with somebody that I didn't know very well again. Right. Um, right. So, you know, as I know my clients and I'm getting feedback, I'm, you know, uh, getting to know them and their personality and how they treat people and, you know, what they're doing and, and what they're saying to people. So I know people for, you know, better that I've worked with for a year over a month. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of how it goes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So, so for a lot of our listeners, a lot of them are married or, you know, in long-term relationships, do you have any tips to test if your current partner is a good match? Like what are the things that you should look for to kind of determine that? Yeah. Um, you know, having things in common, uh, really just being able to enjoy each other's company, enjoying activities together. I mean, people that like, don't like any of the same things or they don't like to do the same activities or, you know, you got a homebody versus a super outgoing outdoorsy always wants to go do travel, then, you know, that probably isn't going to be a good fit. Um, but you know, uh, um, when you're first starting out meeting someone, you know, going on a trip together, a lot of true colors come out on trips. I mean, even though they're fun and you're having a great time, sometimes they're stressful and Mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you're late for the airport or you, you get lost trying to find the resort or, you know, whatever right. it is. So like sometimes true colors and just kind of being with somebody 24 seven, mm-hmm. some of those things can come out where it might take much longer than if you were to spend, you know, five, six days with someone. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying right off the bat, you know, but yeah. um, it's, I think it's helpful to, to get to know someone in true colors and, and really living with someone kind of for a week or so. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. When my husband and I first started dating, I remember he would always say like, I hope we can travel together because that's the biggest way to know if yeah. I always thought that was so interesting, but it's very, very true. It's very true. Or even living together before mm-hmm. even getting married. I mean, why not? You, you know, you don't yeah. need to uh, rush into, you know, getting married or whatnot, like, see what happens, see how you live together. And I know sometimes the women are like, well, I don't want to move in until we're committed. So, you know, that's catch yeah. too as well. Yeah, definitely. So when you're establishing, if somebody is a match, what similar qualities are the most important to look for? Um, you know, just personalities, um, you know, background, what they're looking for. If somebody's like, you know, wanting children and they're wanting to raise someone in similar, um, you know, background or uh, religious affiliation. I mean, politics are kind of a big deal nowadays. So like <laughs> if somebody is um, really right or really left, I mean, they're probably going to want somebody similar. And that's, kind of, I mean, I get to know my clients and I interview them and I ask them important things about what they're looking for and they'll relay those things. And sometimes it's like, oh, really, is six foot that important? I mean, can we be more, a little more open-minded about height mm-hmm. or hair color or this or that? But some things are deal, deal breakers for people. And those are important things for me to know because I don't want to make a bad match. I want to make a comparable match with somebody that's going to be a good fit, that you are going to get along with, that you have similar lifestyles. And, um, you know, they're like women maybe come to me, oh, I don't want to date somebody that makes less than, than me, you know? Mm-hmm. So there are things like that, that are important to people. Um, but really, you know, having similar interests and hobbies and, and, uh, not that you need to do everything the same. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, you, you want to live your own life and have your own friends and be able to do your own thing on occasion too. But really, mm-hmm. 
if you're with the person and you're going to spend your life with this person, you probably want to be able to enjoy doing things together, getting yeah. out, hiking, kayaking, you know, just like taking walks and traveling and whatever it is, you know, you want some things in common together. Yeah, absolutely. I, that's definitely so important. What about, so I can just tell your passion when you're talking about matchmaking, what's your absolute favorite part about it? Uh, really just when I get that call after I've made a match and Tammy, oh my gosh, you know, they're the one you, you <laughs> found me the one I, I'm, I'm on hold, put me on hold. I don't want to meet anybody else. I'm so excited. Um, so, you know, that's exactly why I do what I do. And, um, I, I'm just uh, super passionate about it. I love being able to help people. I got my degree in psychology and I wanted to get into counseling. And then this kind of fell in my lap. It was nothing that I was like, oh yeah, I'm going to be a matchmaker for my mom. Mm -hmm. But then I really started meeting the clients and kind of making friends with my clients and then being able to match them. And, um, and then it's just so rewarding to be able to help someone that really wants to find love and is really, really is important to them. And then I'm able to help them with that because you know, we work for a lot of, you know, busy professionals and people that are, you know, serious about finding someone, maybe they don't want to date online or app dating, or they want mm -hmm. that route, you know, so they come to me, they reach out to me and they're, they're pretty serious. You know, they, they want to meet the right person. They want to settle down and they just are working hard and they're just not meeting the right people. Not that they, you know, can't, they're just busy. Yeah. They may have families, they may have kids are working hard. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, you know, very rewarding to be able to help someone find that person uh, that they're not able to meet on their own. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I'm like, did I miss my calling? This just sounds like the best job ever. <laughs> I know. It's pretty fun. Well, let's talk a little bit about those people who have already found their match and, you know, just kind of ways to date your spouse in your marriage sure. or in your long-term relationship. What are some ways to keep things fun and make time for each other when you're juggling all these adult things that we have to do? Yeah. Like, trying something different and new together. Um, like I even say, you know, single or not single, like pick up a new hobby and try something new together that you, you know, haven't done and you've wanted to do and, um, and, and, and do that together and, and bond and just like experiences. It doesn't need to be like expensive trips. It could just be like day trips, spending time together and, um, outside of the box, you know, you just have to kind of make you have to make the time. I, we all get overwhelmed and you've got kids, you got work, you got, you know, you just get stuck in your routine. So you really have to work a little harder, try a little harder to, to, you know, get out there and do things together and, um, you know, really just spend quality time. And the experiences I think are, are really important with, with your kids, with your family, with your, you know, significant other, just those experiences that you will bring you together and um, you'll remember. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, back to like finding somebody with the similar interests and things like that, you know, my husband and I have been together for five, well, we've been married for five years. We've been together for like eight years. You have to think yeah. like, that's a big chunk of time and your interests kind of change. And sometimes it can get to a point where it's like, man, we don't have that much in common anymore. Our hobbies are so different. So I think just like finding new hobbies together, things that you both really enjoy doing is such a helpful and fun thing to do to keep things interesting. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So we were excited to talk to you this close to the holidays because though, you know, love is in the air and the holidays can be so romantic, they can also be really draining. 
So some ideas to maybe keep things exciting and stable in relationships when the times get crazy and, and obviously stressful like this whole year has been. Yeah, I guess just um, taking some downtime and, you know, being able to do things you enjoy together um, and really relating and, um, you know, it's chaos, whatever. If you want to just wind down and, you know, have your glass of wine and watch a movie and cuddle and, you know, hold hands and just remember that part of, you know, affection and, mm -hmm. and love and doesn't always need to be, you know, we got to go to an expensive dinner or a trip or whatnot, but just, you know, spending time together where, you know, you guys are together and closeness and quality, quality time. But um, just, yeah, just really, you know, quality, making, making it about, you know, the, the two of you and, um, you know, it, it's really just making the time, you know, picking up the phone, uh, reaching out, texting, I'm thinking about you, um, letting them know that you care and you're thinking about them and um, that, you know, you want them to know that you love them and um, through crazy times and workaholic and, mm -hmm. and you know, having to um, get through COVID and the whole thing, you know, yeah. just like a little extra support. From yeah, I love, I love so much that you mentioned like the, the small things, you know, like it can just be something casual because especially this time of year, everybody wants to do everything so grand and you know, it's, it's the holidays, everything has to be sparkly and exciting. And just, I love that concept of just sitting back and being like, you know what, let's just be here together right yes. now. We don't have to be going crazy with, you know, the hustle and bustle of everything. I think it's, it's hit home just because of the the COVID and not being able to do as many fun things as we normally get to do, you know, you have to appreciate the little things. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're all going to be a little better at that after this year. Right. So right. not all of our listeners are in relationships. So let's dig in into the idea of dating as a mom, especially during the pandemic. It's got to be so, so tricky. So right. what advice can you give for single moms who might be feeling like they're ready to date in these days? Yes. Well, you have to be careful who you're meeting and how you're meeting people because, you know, I've heard it so many times, just, um, you know, people can be anyone online and you have to be really careful, especially as a single mom, letting somebody into your life or your kid's life that you don't know exactly who they are they can say anything really and they can be anyone and so it's a little bit scary um navigating meeting new people and being trusting of those people are who they say they are and their intentions and all those types of things so mm -hmm. you know just kind of doing your homework on um who you're meeting and being careful and cautious about who you're letting into your life um and I think that's why, you know, someone that comes to a company like ours is, you know, you're kind of pre-screening everyone, um, mm -hmm. which anyone can do on their own. But, you know, we kind of make sure they are who they say they are, criminal history, um, divorce history, uh, kind of looking into making sure they are who they say they are. I mean, you get a first and last name, you can find a lot on Google too. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they can do their own homework and their own research if you're meeting online or, or out and about or whatever, mm -hmm. but really, you know, making sure you know who it is you're letting into your life is, is very important for anyone, but especially a single mom, I would advise just to be 
careful but then also you know if somebody's reaching out and they're interested give them a shot like you won't know until you until you try and you get to know someone and you know um yes don't give all your information and where you live and all of that but you know open yourself up and and be open to meeting someone new and if somebody's interested give them a shot and you know let them see you know the you and and vice versa um, you know, really give somebody the opportunity to get to know and um, think outside the box. I mean, um, uh, try different ways of me meeting new people. Um, mm -hmm. You know, people come to me all the time and they have a type in their head. You know, maybe think a little bit outside of your type. I mean, um, maybe the type isn't working and that's why you're single. So, you know, think outside of um, pigeonholing yourself into an age or a height or a specific person or what they do or whatnot. Just maybe be a bit more open-minded to other options that maybe you wouldn't necessarily give somebody that chance and that could be your person. Mm -hmm. So I've seen it so many times, you know, people go on one date and they're like, nah, I wasn't feeling it. I'm like, but he really liked you. And, and, you know, maybe, um, you know, you didn't get to know him over a first date, you know, first dates are awkward things, yeah. you know, things happen. So like maybe a second date, what do you think? And, and, you know, kind of have to force them into a little bit yeah. and then they, <laughs> they end up really falling for the person. They're like, Oh, you're right. You know, we really connected after the second and third date. I think he was a little nervous. I think, um, you know, it was a little awkward or whatnot. Yeah. You know, people get in their heads and that's why sometimes people are like, I need to have a drink or two or three on a date, you know, because the, right. the nerves are going. It's like a, yeah. it's like a really intense interview. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> give, give somebody a chance to like, if they're interested and they're really trying, like maybe a second or third date. Uh, and, yeah. and how well can you know someone over a coffee date? Like give them another shot to just mm -hmm. get to know them a little bit better. Yeah, it doesn't always have to be love at first sight kind of right. whole concept. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, exactly. People can grow on you and their personality grows on you and, and there's a connection that can, can build. So uh, yeah, definitely doesn't always happen in the first meeting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I like all the advice about safety. I know that that we did let's see, last year, I think we did a episode as dating as a single mom and our guest had some just terrifying stories of, you know, lessons that she learned from not being super safe and just kind of ways to really protect yourself when you're out there. And so I love right. that you touched on safety, but now with COVID, just a whole nother layer of safety. One of right. my friends and I were joking, like, oh my gosh, it's just so vulnerable. Like, okay, I'm going to take off my mask now. Like it just is just a whole nother crazy layer to this dating thing. And I mean, I've been married for so long that I can't even imagine what that's like. What, I mean, what advice, if any, do you have for being safe during COVID while still trying to get out there and date? Yeah, it has been, has been tricky. Um, I, we've had a lot of like, phone uh phone dates virtual dates until mm -hmm. they're comfortable to meet and i've had a lot of people that are like they want to know that they're safe and they've asked for tests so things yeah. like that a uh, positive test i mean negative tests yeah, yeah. You know, before <laughs> they meet up um but then i've had a lot of people that are just like okay let's go on a hike or a picnic and they don't sit super close to the person and they don't hug the person and mm -hmm. they're getting to know the person in person but uh, I i've had a lot of people just meeting and getting to know each other phone and virtually and i kind of feel like it's been a positive um that they've they've um kind of built a little bit of a friendship foundation that maybe 
you wouldn't have normally happened so quickly mm -hmm. um, that they're, you know, getting to know each other better over the phone and, and they're, you know, building that friendship. And then when they meet, it's, you know, it's even stronger because they are virtually, I mean, you can tell yeah. what somebody looks like, you can tell yeah. if you're attracted and that kind of thing. So then they end up meeting and it's, it's, you know, it's like uh, five steps ahead of where you would have been on a first date. Yeah, so there's been some positives. Yeah, it's, it's got to be a little bit more comfortable. I mean, with how intense and uncomfortable dating is, being in your own home, even though you are, you know, face to face with somebody, you still have that like safe surrounding and knowing that you could just hang up if things are going awful, you you know, right? I feel like right. that would make things easier. That's but good. yeah, I've had a lot of people go, you know, they've, they've gotten together for walks or hikes mm -hmm. or picnics where it's just kind of it's easy. It's low key. It's, um, we can hang out for, for a little bit, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, mm -hmm. an hour if we want to, but we don't need to get super close to each other. You know, we can be yeah. distant. Um, but then I have had a lot of clients that they, they have requested to see, to, to see tests and, and, and people are understanding. And I think, you know, you can do it so quickly nowadays mm -hmm. that um, that's okay. But I would probably say like that happens like 40% of the time. Most people okay. are pretty trustworthy and mm -hmm. um, they're, they're getting to know people and they, they trust that they're not traveling and, right. you know, around a bunch of people and they're being safe and careful too. Yeah. So just like anything else with this whole COVID journey, just being open and honest and communicating about it, figuring out right. what your comfort levels are and just kind of going from there. That's oh man, what a tricky layer. Has that affected business for you? Like slowed things down at all or, or even maybe picked up because more people realize how lonely they are? Yeah. So during like the initial March, you know, stay at home shutdown, mm -hmm. it was a little slower. Um, we, you know, we were still making matches, but a lot of people were like, you know, just put my membership on hold. We yeah. gave a lot of people extra hold time, that kind of thing. So a lot of people were kind of taking a break. Um, you know, maybe they weren't working. They were a little stressed out with, with what's going on or they were working more from home. It was just, it was weird. And you can't go out. So they were like, not really sure how they wanted to go about it. Mm -hmm. Then once things started opening up a little bit, things got better and we got busy. And I think people were like, I don't want to be alone anymore. And I want to find someone and we get shut down again. I don't want to do this again by myself. And like, yeah. I'm pretty serious. It was almost like a new year's resolution. Like as mm. soon as we're yeah. out of this, I want to, I want to find someone. So we've been, we've been super busy and, you know, I, I'm happy about that. I know things are kind of tricky. I'm in LA and mm -hmm. it's, it's a, it's a rocky road out in this area, but I mean, everything's going to be okay and we're all going to get through this. And, you know, we're the people that are serious about finding somebody are, are, you know, they're reaching out and, yeah. and they, they're, they're, you know, they're serious about it and they want to find someone, they want to be in, in a pandemic by themselves again, you know, yeah. so it, it's, it's important. Yeah. As cliche as it sounds, that connection is so, so important. And this is just a reminder of how important connection really is. Yeah. You know? And so it's amazing that you can be in a career that can help people do that. I know. I, I felt really, I have, I have two boys, young boys, seven and nine also. And I have been really feeling for, you know, the older people that are all by themselves or mm -hmm. the only children, you know, that, that haven't been a been able to go to school around their buddies yes. my kids are able to go back to school 
um, thankfully, uh, the last month or so. Um, but like, I kind of would still get them together with buddies to go bicycling or, you know, mm -hmm. being safe about it. But like, yeah. I really felt for the, the families that were just sitting, sitting at home and, and, you know, the poor kids are all by themselves and they don't have a buddy to play with. So yeah. I spent a lot for these poor kids. It's a lot for us also adults, mm -hmm. but I mean, I'm just, um, praying for all these sweet kids out here. I know it's so hard. My daughter's only two and I just am so thankful that she's so young that she, yeah. you know, hopefully doesn't really realize what she's missing as much. Yeah, but she'd be home anyway. So yeah, like, exactly. that's, that's all good. Yeah. It's just harder, harder for the grownups, but yeah. All right. So speaking of things that can be kind of hard being single during the holidays, any advice yeah. to kind of stay in the spirit and just, you know, I mean, it's gotta be kind of tricky. Yeah, just, you know, staying busy with, and surrounding yourself with people that bring you up and you love and you enjoy being with your friends, your family, you know, um, colleagues, anyone that you enjoy spending your time with and, and just try to plan some things, uh, you know, uh, a, a little get together with some of your, your girlfriends at your house or just keeping your spirits up, just trying to do things um, to be positive and happy. And if you, you know, just finding that happy, just, uh, you know, doing what you love, whether it's, you know, <clears throat> picking up that hobby, you know, going to the gym, losing, losing that COVID LBs, just, <laughs> you know, doing what makes you happy. I, I, I love being with my, my friends and my family and really just spending quality time with people that I love and we laugh together and we drink together and we have fun and all our kids are, you know, and enjoying each other's company. So, I mean, that's, that's what I love. Just keeping yourself busy around people that bring you up and, and really that you love to be around. Yeah. yeah. I feel like, you know, the holidays just really like throw that whole concept of love in your face over and over again. And, you know, when I was thinking about this episode, I was trying to put myself like on the other side, like what it would be like to be single. My mom is single. And I just, you know, especially during COVID and just how, lonely it might feel sometimes but like it doesn't really matter if you're connecting with a romantic partner or just a friend or somebody that you care about a family member just finding ways to like you're saying be happy and and stay busy put yourself out there and just you know trying not to be alone this is such a lonely year even for people who are you know in a household full of people it can still feel so lonely so it's yeah, important it's been been a long road but yeah we're, we're all gonna get through it and just you know you want to make a change change it you know you want to find somebody you, you're not gonna do that just you know sitting on the couch upset about it you have to try something new you have to um look for people different ways and and that might be online it might be apps it might be matchmaker it might be spread like just maybe asking friends oh you know mm -hmm. any you know single friends that might be good for me you know just kind of spreading yeah. the word always going out just like feeling like and looking like a hundred bucks and that you're going to meet somebody just out and about, just running around. You just never know. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, but also, you know, picking up a new hobby, like trying something new, trying something different, mm -hmm. um, just getting out in the community. I mean, there's not much going on, you know, right now, but normally yeah. like uh, charity events or, or fun mm -hmm. activities in your community and just meeting people that way, you know, just, just always. Yes. Be, be yeah. the, the, the yes man or woman, just always go out and do things and plan things and, and have fun. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. So what, 
what about somebody who has been divorced or recently split and they're thinking like playing around with the idea of starting to date again? Well, how do they know that the timing is right or what tips could you offer for them if they're feeling a little nervous? Yeah, I would just say, I mean, I think, I think, you know, when you're ready to get out there again, you're like looking at people a little bit differently. you might be, you know, thinking about, um, somebody you come across that you're attracted to and you fantasize about like, Oh, going on a date with that person. You know, I think there's a feeling that you have, if you know that you're ready. Um, and so then I think, you know, is a good time. You don't, you, you truly want to be a hundred percent happy internally and ready. And, um, because then it's not fair to, you know, yourself or that person, if you're meeting somebody and you're not quite ready. Um, mm-hmm. so I think that, you know, internally when you're ready, um, yeah. or what, whether you're like straight out of something and you're like, well, maybe if I meet someone, then it'll help me get over that person. They are probably not over that person. Yeah. Um, but you know, everybody knows, everybody knows themselves and when, when their time is right and, um, you know, you'll, you'll know and yeah, you gotta try. Yeah, yeah, try and figure it out, you know, and, and, and just like, you know, you want to talk to somebody about it. I always, you know, think it's, uh, it could be a good idea just to talk it out with someone, a friend, a, even a counselor of any kind, if you're trying to get over something and you're having a hard time or, you know, through this COVID situation or um, just, you know, working it out. Mm-hmm. Working out problems, working out trust issues, just trying to, you know, figure it all out and make yourself totally whole so that you can, you know, nobody's going to fix, you know, I, 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 so many times I have people that like, they want to be with someone to, to be like whole and happy. Like you want to be whole and happy by yourself. Mm-hmm. And then that, that other person is just kind of icing on the cake. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you want to be totally whole, happy and content all by yourself. And then that person is just, you know, just a a blessing to your life. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's huge. And maybe that COVID could be, you know, you could look at it as a silver lining in a way of you've had a lot of time to reflect and get to know yourself and feel whole as yourself. And then if you're just kind of dipping your toes, you have that time to really talk with somebody virtually, just be you know, really slow, get to know them. You know, there's, there might be some silver linings to this whole COVID thing when it comes yeah, to that. Yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Get to know someone slowly, really foundation and friendship in like the beginning of a relationship is, is the biggest thing you need for like a healthy, you know, long-term relationship. So really, yeah, taking it slow, building that friendship and connection and, and really letting somebody know we know what you want from them, what you need from them. Uh, communication is so huge. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so many times you're like, you know, you're thinking someone, you're telling a girlfriend, but you're not telling them what you need or want. Mm-hmm. So they can't read your mind and, and people, you know, write somebody off because they haven't heard from them, but maybe give them the opportunity. Like, I'd love to see you more. I, I'd love to hear from you more and then give them the option mm-hmm. of, of, you know, meeting those expectations or not. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's great advice. Really appreciate it. I think that's going to be so helpful for anybody who, you know, whether you're single or in relationships, just like a lot of these things you can put into play in either scenario. We do have one more question for you. And it is, if you could share one piece of advice on how to balance being a boss lady and a mom, what would it be? Um... 
you know, think big, um, go for it. Like, you know, really just be the best person you can be in your life and think, think big and really go for it. I, I mean, everybody wants, you know, happiness and something that they love and are passionate about. So just do it. We have this, you know, one short life and, and you should do everything in your power uh, to, to follow your dreams and, and make yourself happy. I love that. That's a, that's an answer we haven't got before. So (laughs) I love that so much. Thank you. All right. And for our favorite part of the episode, we have our hot mess moment. So life is full of hot messes and we all have them. So this is your chance to share an embarrassing confession about a time that you've been a total hot mess. (laughs) Okay. I mean, you know, I, I, I'm not perfect. So I've had, I've had a few. But this one really comes to mind. Um, I was at a, um, an event with uh, some of the girls I worked with and one of the girls in particular was new with, their, with our company. And she's very sweet. We hit it off right off the bat. You know, she's, she's really cool and we got along and um, you know, kind of became friends right off the bat. And so she drove us to this event and you know, I, ha- I had maybe one too many and uh, letting off some steam, you know, we all like to unwind and, and, and I don't think I had too much dinner. And so, <laughs> so we're driving home and I get a little car sick. So oh, no. um, a, a car sick, maybe a little alcohol sick too. And we're driving in the car and I was like, uh-oh, Veronica, I don't feel so good. And so she, she we're on the freeway, she hands me a paper bag and I, you know, do my business in the paper bag. <laughs> And the paper bag doesn't hold in oh, the no. and it goes all over her car. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, they have the windows down. They're like, Tammy, oh my God, it smells so bad. And I'm like, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry. And then we pulled over, we tried to clean it all out. We, you know, went to the gas station and got the towels and it there was no helping it. And so the next day at work, I was like, oh my gosh, Veronica. I'm taking your car to get it detailed, like right this second. <laughs> I felt so bad. And welcome to the office. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like the initiation now. That has to happen right. to anybody who starts working with you. Guys. And she always tells that story. And I'm like, do we have to tell that story to everyone? <laughs> oh my gosh. That's so funny. I mean, She's hey. Like, yeah. You know, when my boss puked in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I would say we've all been there to some extent, right? I mean, that's, that's. You know, it's so okay. bad. <laughs> I'm like, well, why'd you give me a paper bag? You know, I mean, I have plastic bags. Like, that's all I had. <laughs> <laughs> At least the effort was there. Oh my god. Yeah, I mean, it's better than no bag, I guess. Yeah, I yeah. It was I don't know. Like, it, was, it was pretty much like no bag. So. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I love it. <laughs> well, thank you for sharing that. That is yeah, yeah, the laugh that. that we all needed this week. So. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Well, oh my gosh, I don't want to let you go. This has been so fun, but I'm so excited. We got to chat with you and really thankful for you coming on to share your expertise with our audience. So before we go, why don't you go ahead and tell people where they can find you? Yes, you can go to our website, eliteconnections.com. You can email email me, Tammy, T-A-M-M-I at eliteconnections.com. You can call us at 800-923-4200. 
Um, we just get to know you and what you're looking for. We really can help anyone anywhere. And we do have memberships, but we also bring on clients if we're searching for someone. So there's possibility of being able to match, uh, you know, anyone, anywhere. So reach out and love to kind of explain in more detail how we could help you. Awesome. So make sure that you guys all go check this out. If you've been looking for your match, maybe Tammy can help you find them and we will see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Boss Ladies and Babies. If you like this episode, be sure to rate, review, and leave us some feedback. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook and join the conversation in our Facebook group at Boss Ladies and Babies. And until next time, stay, stay bossy. bossy.